Welcome to the Happy Ramp Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined again in studio this week by Barnabas Piper and Ronald J. Martin. And uh, and boys, sometimes this business, um, this this radio business, this media mogul business will break your heart. And uh, that happened to uh, to our group collectively earlier this week in which we taped an episode. Uh, we taped an episode that I thought was fairly magical. I don't want to speak for the two of you. Um, maybe the finest app we've maybe the finest app we've ever recorded. Can we go that far with thank it? you, baby? I'm glad you said that out loud because I was I was feeling the same way. Um, I'm heartbroken, Ronnie. I'm crushed. Um, I'm I'm sick over the fact that uh, for whatever reason the audio did not work out on this app, and uh, and we've had to scrap it and we've had to start over. Um, so, guys, I, I don't know about you. I'm a little fragile. Um, I'm a, I feel a little unsafe about this episode, but um, because we are pros, we are going to move forward. And in the spirit of moving forward, uh, we have some exciting news as a company. Um, we have been lately working on a, a merger of sorts, a corporate merger um, with another huge entity, a huge player um, in, the, in the, the Christian clothing industry. Huge player um, in the tiny niche of the Christian world that we reach. A huge player, and by that I mean probably operating out of someone's basement, although I can neither confirm nor deny that. But we have finally, after 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 many, many months of planning and kind of sparring, repartee, as it were, uh, we've entered into an official agreement with Mission Aware um, in which they're back as a sponsor of the program. But the exciting part, Pipe, is that they have a new line, a winter line, a Christmas line of of Happy Rant branded gear. Cue so, Winter Wonderland music right now, Big T, if you would. Baby, it's a Winter Wonderland right Which now. Which is funny because Ronnie's been queuing that for the last four months. That's Walking right. Walking in a winter wonderland. So Big R, as you sip your your hipster pour over in your, in your Christmas sweater, um, you can do so out of a $64 Happy Rant Yeti mug. Um, it's not sixty four dollars. <laughs> I know, it's, I know. It's, it's less than that. It's less mar- than marginally. Pipe, being that you are the businessman that you are, um, you're the promo guy that you are. I want you to talk us through um, the 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 nuts and bolts, as it were, of this agreement. Um, I don't know how to feel about it. I'm a little bit like in a weird emotional space of sort of like after Tom Brady won the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, and he said. Um, I don't know what to do now. Like, is, is, I, like, is I, that I, all there is? Is that all there is? I've, I've yeah. been to the mountaintop, you know, and now that we finally closed this deal um, with Mission Aware, the, the, the champagne has all been poured. Um, you know, the, the celebrating is done. I don't know. There's a certain emptiness in my life. So I want you guys to speak to that. I want to I know emotionally uh, if we're on the same page. And, and Pipe, I also want you to suss out the – the parameters of the deal and how our listeners can be involved. Yeah, so I, when I when I published Ted, you have to think back a few years on this. But uh, when you published your first book, when I published my first one, you know, mm-hmm. you have all this anticipation leading up to it that yeah. uh, that you life will be forever changed. You'll walk out of your front door and you'll you'll carry a different aura with you because you're a published <laughs> author. Um, yes. you there there may be a financial windfall that comes with it. Mm-hmm. There's all of these things that life will will be utterly transformed. Mm-hmm. And then release day comes and release day goes and you wake up and you realize 
nothing is different. Nothing has fundamentally changed except that you're being asked to do interviews with people who didn't read the book. Yes. This is not like that Mm. because the next day we can wake up and drink coffee out of our Happy Rant mugs. Yeah. Life is different. Life is fundamentally different now, boys. And we can record all of these deep emotions in our Happy Rant moleskin journals. Yes. While wearing our Happy Rant gray t-shirts that look really crisp and sharp. Mm. And then Mm. if we have to go to work or or if we have to go somewhere, we can take the coffee out of the great ceramic mug and put it into the 30-ounce Yeti-style mug and take it on the road (laughs) with us. Mm. So... So this actually does fundamentally change life, much it more does. so than, than publishing a book. That may change other people's lives more, let's hope, mm-hmm. but this changes our life. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I'm, I'm profoundly moved by the I sheer think quality of these things. Transcripts of what you just said, children, like our children's children will be reading that at some point, um, and they'll be inspired by it, uh, as I have been. Big R, talk us through your emotions right now uh, in the wake of this deal and in the wake of the reality that we now have our own gear as a company. I mean, I think um, I think now we can actually uh, call ourselves a company. I think we can mm-hmm. use words like entity, and I think it has a real meaning now for the listener. I think now the listener, when when they when they click on this podcast, I, I think they can have the confidence now that they are dealing with a, a global entity now. Mm. I, I don't think I don't think it's just three guys who gather together for, you know, that one hour a week that they actually work for their day job and get together and put out something that's just commentary and something that might be a little bit entertaining. I think now what we're looking at is we're looking at global enterprising. Does that make sense to you, Big T, when I say it like that? Baby, I'm going to I'm going to be honest with you in that I don't know what global enterprising is. I just know that I like the sound of it. I knew you would, and that's why I used that kind of language. But I am going to say this. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to say that, like you said in the beginning, Big T, I, I'm, I'm, st- I'm struggling because of the mysterious lost ep that you, yes. uh, that, that you, uh, you kind of glazed over that a little bit. But I think that there, there's a lot of emotions going into that that I think, mm-hmm. that I think the merger is going to help with. But yeah. that doesn't mean we still haven't lost something, does it? We have lost something. We've lost something very tangible. Um, but I, I, I do think we need to remember that you absolutely can uh, self-medicate with swag. Uh-huh. So you can. Uh, swag, I, I, all. I think I think, Ronnie, that's you just need to rest on that point for a moment uh, <laughs> to help you work through some of those, those deep hurts that, that are legitimate. Those are legitimate fears and hurts. But, uh, yeah, rest in swag and remember the feelings that come from a soft cotton shirt and uh, and drinking out of a uh, a very cool travel mug, guys. I'm gonna rest. This is how I'm gonna rest. I'm gonna rest in. Wait for it. The gospel, as related to the swag, as related to the deal that has provided us the swag because of the goodness of the gospel. I mean, dude, are we theological now? Are we? Are yeah, we? Are yeah, we lining up with? Are we lining up with some other podcasts out there that that I that I should remain you, you nameless? Po- podcast, podcast, not podcast. No, no, no. I said Freud, pub, Freud, I said podcast for a reason. Dude, what you've done there is is that you so deftly have made it okay for us to be raging materialists in this area. Absolutely. Um, and we can literally, like Tony Montana, um, in Scarface, we can we can fall face first, 
headlong into a pile of our own swag and feel good about it because of what was, you was said. Was that what he fell face first into? I seem to remember that movie going a little differently. It went no, a little no, bit no, 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 no. It was Mission Aware. It was Mission Aware swag that Tony Montana literally fell face forward into. That, it's, Dude, Mission Aware is a Florida company. That could have been, been a That's how Mission got established. Fair, fair that's how they got established. Yeah, that was yeah. The, the seed money. Yeah. Dude, that was back when the reform swag business, everything was a little bit crazier in the 70s. It was called Montana Wear. Yeah, there was, weren't nearly as many regulations, a lot of sort That's of right. crazy Dude, a lot importing of, a lot going of the swag on. Was, yeah. was kind of floating over from Cuba, you know. Right. I mean, that's why that's why this deal took so long, Big T, because there are all the regulations, all the complications, uh, all, the all the complexities. You know? all so many government. tariffs to work through with Calvinist swag. It's insane. Pipe, I want you to be real explicit now, man. Now that we've kind of done the, we, we've all shared our feelings, uh, we're working through these complex emotions together, I want you to tell the listeners how they can get a hold of this swag, where they can get a hold of it, what sort of codes to use uh, to yes. get discounts so that they don't have to take out a second mortgage for the Yeti travel mug. Um, <laughs> well, I, lay it on this, baby. I, I, think, I think listeners will be pleasantly surprised by the price of the Yeti travel mug as well as the, uh, as well as the rest of it because Ted has, Ted has set you up to, for, for success by lying about the price, which is perfect. It's well done, Ted. Um, <laughs> It's you know price inflation, which allows for discount inflation, and everybody wins. Uh, mm. But if you go to missionalware.com and then they have a little search bar at the top, just type in Happy Rant, um, you will find the ceramic coffee mug, the Happy Rant laser etched moleskin journal, the T-shirt that comes in a variety of sizes, uh, depending on whichever you know baggy, tight, whatever you want, uh, and then the thirty ounce insulated tumbler, which is the Yeti style travel mug, which really and all this really does look good. I'm uh, it, it looks I, amazing. I feel I will feel proud to wear the shirt while writing in the journal, while drinking coffee out of either of the mugs. Probably not both at the same time, but depending on where I am, I'll I will wear this T-shirt in public. It will not be like some Christian swag shirts that I have been given in the past that are like lawn mowing shirts or like sit around and watch college football at home, but don't wear it on public shirts. This, mm-hmm. I, I will wear this to a parent teacher conference and they will ask wow. me, what is the happy rent? And I will tell wow. them all about it and they'll give me strange looks. And you'll say, well, how sweet of you to ask. It's my super successful radio program. That's right. I'm surprised and you haven't heard of it. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm yeah. stunned. Exactly. Uh, sweet of you to ask. I'm offended. That's what I will <laughs> yeah. say. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. So listeners and, but uh, Missionware also has a sale going across their site, especially on apparel. It's they have they have a fall sale going where most things are discounted, to, you know, more or less depending on the original price. But if you use the code Rant, you'll get additional discount, and they may throw in a Happy Rant uh, sticker that you can put on your laptop or your guitar case or your car. We really like it if you put it on your car. That's great advertising. Uh, mm. I'm a laptop guy myself for stickers. Uh, Ronnie may put it on I don't know a piece of electronic music equipment. Whatever. Not a sticker guy. I like things intact and beautiful. Uh, it's still intact. It doesn't break no. things. No, it just it, it takes away from the original it, design. It Sorry, that's another right. That's another that's another uh, topic for us down the road. Okay, well, yeah. we, and by down the road, Sorry. I mean in like five minutes. Sorry, didn't didn't, yeah. didn't mean to step on any toes. Listeners, you can be like Ronnie and be a perfectionist. In which case, you can take the sticker and give it to somebody who's not a perfectionist. I reject or, the term perfectionist. Sorry, go on. <laughs> this is so difficult. It uh, really. Is. But anyway, missionalware.com, use the code RANT, get your discounts, buy your swag, give it to everybody for Christmas, give it to everybody for Thanksgiving. Uh, you know, I, I'm assuming they, can, they have a shipping option that will get it there in time. You can make it a really happy, ranty Thanksgiving, which is awesome because otherwise your crazy uncle is going to be talking about how happy he is that Donald Trump won. So uh, I, would, I, would give out, I would give out mugs and T-shirts and, and smooth things over very quickly. 
Speaking mm. of Uncle Trump, shall we get into that right now, Big T? <laughs> uh, no, no, I'd rather let's not. I'd rather do anything, including take a beating. I would rather yeah, take I'd, a beating. Talk I, I don't. I don't want the uh, the Lifeway headquarters to to send those electric currents my way. We that was we we tiptoed around that last time. All Although right. I have to tell you that uh, oh, we're losing our guts now, boys. I don't know. I have to tell you, I did receive one text from a friend bragging about how he voted for Trump. I got the text came in last night, and um, I'm not going to lie, that happened. So, hmm. uh, did so you, mean, you do you mean former friend? No, nah, man, I'm just I'm just going to leave that where it is, man. I'm going to leave it hanging in the air, and then well, we're going to. I on. mean, I'm very I'm impressed with your. Uh, your lack of judgment, your lack of commentary, and your lack of defriending him based on yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, so I'm not touching that one, man. I'm, I'm not touching it. But, you uh, know what, man? You just tell Trogues and Bartels they can vote for whoever they want, and we don't really <laughs> care. You know? So let's just well, leave it at that. I want to go back to something that uh, the Pipe mentioned in his promo. Um, I, I want to ask about your T-shirt philosophy. Um, when you guys purchase T-shirts – do you, do you, are you tight T-shirt, like fitted, or are we going baggy, or what? What? How do you approach that? Because I've seen some hipsters, big R, um, kind of in our age bracket, our age category, mm-hmm. and they're kind of wearing like that soft, super fitted, like uh, you know, vintage faux vintage T-shirt, yeah. and it shows off a little bit of the paunch, man, a little bit of the dad bod, and um, I just yeah. don't know about that. So, where yeah. are you guys at as it pertains to that? Mm. Um, I, you know, yeah, I, I like to, uh, I, I like it to be a little fitted, but not, I don't, yeah. I don't do like a baby tee. Right. But I like yeah, it to be a little like fitted. Baby, yeah. you know. Right. Right. So I, I, ba- you know, I, I do a, you know, I do, I'm a medium guy, which is, you know, like right around where I'm at, you know, so I do a little medium and when, when Wait, my so weight, you buy, you buy shirts that fit. Is that, is that what we're, is that what we're getting I mean, at here? I, yeah, I mean, I like there to be a little play, but at the same time, um, you know what I mean? I don't like it to be like. You know, I, I don't like it to be like 1990s, like hip hop era. Right. You know what I mean? I don't like it all baggy. So yeah, it's yeah, like no, no yeah. tent. Yeah. 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 I don't like that because I don't I don't I don't need to like put an extra like 18 pounds on my body right now. So I like it to fit a little bit, you know. Right. Yeah. yeah and I'm I'm the same. I don't uh, I don't do the super like whatever they call it, the the athletic fit or the Euro fit, because I'm neither mm-hmm. European nor terribly athletic. So those don't look good on me. <laughs> um, so, yeah, just sort of a a shirt that I don't like baggy shirts. I also can't stand shirts with loose necks, like a T-shirt. Yes, with I like, hate loose necks. Yeah. So I'm I'm a crew neck guy, not a V-neck guy. Can't do the V-neck, but the yeah. crew neck has to be suitably snug, like not choking, mm. but not like it can't be like sagging and baggy and like ugh. That just Piper, you know it's weird. Let me ask you this, Piper, Piper. You know you know it's weird. Like here's my deal. I don't like it to go really. This is I like it. I like the back of it to come up a ways too. Like I don't yeah. like the back to slope down. Yep. Like no, I'm that, real picky about that. I, I will sit there and, and, and look like I have a twitching problem if that happens because I'll be shrugging <laughs> constantly to try to get the back of the T-shirt to, That's what to I'm sit saying. where it's supposed to. Yes. Guys, we have – I think we're, we have – you know, we have – there are some major, major issues that, that we are faced with in this world that – I'm glad we can suss out on this program. Thanks it's for asking tough, this question. Guys. I'm, I'm glad yeah. we can walk through this well, together. You, I, I am yeah, too, no, man, I'm, because I – Ted, are you, a, are you a baggy shirt guy? I feel like you might have used to have been a baggy shirt guy, but – I, I'm curious where you're at now. Dude, no, you know what? It's funny, man. Like in the 90s when I, I would have been a baggy shirt guy, I was like, you know, hardcore into the, you know, the the, the college football and, and being football guy and being like I lift weights guy. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. So I was wearing the shirts like as fitted as possible back then. Mm. Um, 
you know, now much like the two of you, I've landed kind of somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you, you, you have to, you have to acknowledge that, uh, that nature is taking over and, um, so and you can't gravity. Rock, yes. Yeah. You can't rock the baby gap t-shirt like you, uh, you once could, but, um, and to be yeah. fair, that, that doesn't look good on anybody. It really doesn't. I mean, like, it doesn't matter. I mean, Even uh, super athletic people. I mean, it's one thing if you go to the gym and you're wearing like a workout shirt that's, I don't know, uh, like Lycra fit. Yeah. If, if you're muscular. But like in general, walking around wearing a shirt that fits like that, it either shows off things that shouldn't be shown off or it looks like you're showing off. And well, you yeah. gotta be, or you got to be like awesome. 18 years old. If you're like 18 to 20, you can like oh, sure. pull it off. Sure. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I guess because nobody cares what an 18-year-old does. It's, except for 18-year-olds. They right. think everybody cares, which is right. why they're wearing a baby tee. Fair Sorry enough. to our 18-year-old audience out there who I just completely obliterated. Go to missionaware.com and get some of our swag. That'll help you feel better. <laughs> Absolutely. Boys, I want to stay, uh, stay in this realm of aesthetics. Um, one of the questions that we got from a listener, um, it was very helpful um, and very interesting to me, was as men, like what's your philosophy – uh, as it pertains to haircuts. Um, and I want to approach this a couple of different ways. Um, first, what I want to do is I want to throw out a few names of famous, uh, evangelical figures who we both know or who we all know. And I just want you to, to speculate on how much dollar amount wise they spend on their haircuts. Okay. Okay. Here goes. So I'm going to give you a name. You're going to throw out a dollar amount in response. Mm. Um, so I'll start with an easy one. Uh, just to get us warmed up as a group. Uh, the name is Stephen Furtick. How much mm. is Furtick spending on his haircuts? Interesting. Mm. I would I would say no less than I would say I would put Furtick at like a I I would put him at like an eighty five dollar guy. Like so he's a dude that okay. like when you when you look at his hair, you you could say that that should be twenty. Mm-hmm. But because because he has the money to spend more than twenty, and he's probably going to a salon. Yes, um, it's gonna it's gonna cost him like eighty to a buck twenty. Yeah, and he's Dude, he's he's definitely getting the hot towel treatment, and uh, and if they do mani pedis in the same place, he's oh, gonna, he's doing the whole works. There's no, no, there's no doubt. doubt. No doubt about that. That guy's spritting money, man. He's getting a little scalp massage. While, while wearing you know. his baby tee. Oh, I would stake every ounce of missional wear swag I got coming in the mail on that. There's not Dude, even now, a doubt a in my mind. There's a baby guy if there ever was one, man. Furtick. Furtick is ordering his Happy Ranch shirt right now in a, in a, like an extra small. You know yeah. what? I will put a challenge out to Furtick right now uh, yeah. during Advent season if they know what that is <laughs> at his church and they celebrate it to actually wear a Happy Ranch shirt for all four Sundays. Make that five Sundays since Christmas is on a Sunday uh, for Advent. So if that's, that's if the challenge. If you wear it for one of those Sundays, uh, we'll send him one and we'll Dude, throw, a, we'll throw Stephen- in a coffee mug just just for kicks. So, guys, Dude. that's what we're calling right now the Stephen Furtick challenge. And if any of you guys have any proof of that, if you happen. If you happen to listen to this program and go to that church, which would be a minor miracle, we, we ask you to, like, take a picture of that, send it to us so that we can send Furtick some free swag. Does that, that sound you, fair, boys? Yeah, that baby, that sounds great. And you know what that is? That's just good spontaneous radio. I just, Absolutely. That's, I like all, that's you, also really generous. I mean, I think, I think you're, you're, our, new lar- like our, our new windfall, you're, mm-hmm. you're really using it well and giving it away it well. I'm, I'm impressed, Ronnie. I feel, I, I, I feel challenged to do, to do the same with my success. Guys, the gospel calls us to generosity, and that's how I think we should live it out. I'm just mm-hmm. saying. Free T-shirts. Just saying. Yep. Right. So For famous could, people. Are we saying we could conceivably see Furtick the next time he goes into the pool for a mass baptism – 
spontaneous he could, he could, mass baptism. He could, he could he could be wading into the pool in a tight fitting happy rant t shirt. Dude, we'll I think I yeah I think tight fitting when it gets wet. It dem- it demands it. It demands I mean, it. I mean, Elevation Church dem- is that the name of the church that de- it demands it now is what mm. I'm going to say. It mm. demands it. You know, maybe I love it. I'm saying Furtick drops about 200 on the haircut, man. Wow. That's possible. I'm not going to disagree with Does that. Does that include all the products that he puts in it? That includes he's, all the products. He's definitely so a guy who walks out with the hairstyle. Like when I get my yes. haircut, it's a haircut, and then I go home and, and like I'm not no, going anywhere. No, he's walking afterwards. out carrying a bag. Yeah. He's carrying a bag when he walks out yeah. with product. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to say that's never happened to Big R. I'm just going to be honest with you boys right now. But I'm saying Baby, having no carried- – You've carried I carried that, out some product, yeah. No, that happened. That distressed, like brown bag, the br- the brown paper bag with the little like hemp rope handles on it. You know what bag I'm talking about, right? With- but I mean, of course, my but you know, but I, but I'm carrying out like the vintage like grease that my hipster barber insists. Dude, the vintage grease, the pomade. Actually, like, Are you a pomade yeah, guy? You know, man, I go back and forth. I'm actually not. I look like I'm a pomade guy, but I but I use something else that kind of holds it into place a little tighter than pomade. Dude, what he uses is like repurposed motor oil. That's the most <laughs> hipster thing. It gets dredged up off the off off the the floor of like a quick it's, lube. It's hair wax from free range bees. It's hair it wax. It's free range bees. Free range cars too. With uh, slash uh, Valvoline motor oil from the 1980s, so yeah, free-range vintage cars. From re, the 50s. Yeah, recycled motor oil so that it doesn't get into the oceans and hurt the seals. Yeah, they, yeah they, well, of course, of course, right? They drained it out of like a '57 Chevy, right? And to be fair, you also bring your own bag to the salon, right, Ronnie? Like you don't use their bags because that's that creates waste. Yeah, or are sure. you not that picky? I mean, I'm not that green. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm not that green. Now, Furtick, don't hear me not being green and let that dissuade you from Everybody ordering mission aware. Everybody has room for growth. Right. I, yeah, I don't, we know I don't, Furtick, I don't think listener. it should be a breaking point. Guys, I just think I'm afraid now because I'm so uh, stuck on Furtick, like literally wearing our garb for the next few weeks that I don't want to say anything to offend him. Like I feel like I feel like the disappointment from the mysterious lost app and now, you know, just the merger. I, I mean, Big T, help me. I'm all mixed up now and I'm confused. Baby, you're all mixed up and you're all confused. Right. You, you I am, man. I swear. Would uh, it make you feel better if I told you that that ship has sailed? What? The oh. uh, I'm I'm fairly certain we may have said something on this show previously that he could find offensive. So mm. maybe we just I mean I think we need to do our best going forward. I think we need to uh, we need to um, <laughs> blow as much hot air as we need to to, uh, to to distract him from those things. But I think we also just need to come to terms with the fact that uh, he he may have listened to past episodes and and have come away a little bit offended he seems like he might be a little thin-skinned maybe a little bit maybe uh, a little little bit image conscious but there's one thing that might save us and that's the fact that me and big t are uh are are label mates with him on some level isn't that right baby Baby? what label i mean his last i think his last book came out on multnomah right so i mean there's yeah wow man so i mean can i can i give can i give the listeners a little behind the scenes peek into sponsorship yeah uh, you know, I I know that there was there was a little bit of on air tension, some consternation about one or two of the books that we may have been willing to to sponsor. But I will say we don't we don't lack standards. Uh, and I did have a little a little back and forth with that publisher to mm-hmm. turn down a sponsorship featuring a, a Stephen Furtick book. 
Wow. So standards. Standards. They they do exist, contrary to popular opinion. Yeah. We do. We, we know what we like. We know what we, what we do. We know what we won't do. And we don't know a lot other than that That's when it right. comes we're, to the program. Yeah, we're, we're just working it all out. Right. It's part of our journey. Out. Working it out in the air. Boys, I'm going to throw you another name, haircut-wise. And uh, I want you to weigh in on this one. Um, this is a gentleman who has dined with Ronald J. Martin. Uh, this is a gentleman mm. who has ridden in my car on, uh, on occasion from time to time. Um, who I'm talking about, obviously, is one Don Carson. You wow. can call him Dr. Carson. Um, <laughs> how and, much do and, we feel? And what that, seminary did you go to, Ted? Uh, yeah, that's right. That's right. Where'd you get your PhD? Um, what, what, what are, what's our feeling on Dak's haircut situation, man? Um, okay, so Dak to me is classic, like, just goes to, like, just some like barber down the road that's close to his house and gets just that just gets that light like you know older man like just trim it up a little bit yeah you know that yeah that he, to me he, so Dak he, is spending he walks like in 10 and says bucks, just to right? trim every time right just to just to trim yeah old school dude like hey man we still do eight dollar haircuts here kind of a place so he throws <laughs> the guy he throws the guy a ten dollar bill man and walks <laughs> well, out and feels he, feels th- ready to he roll. thinks they do eight dollar haircuts. They switched to fifteen dollars like three years ago, but he still throws him a ten dollar bill on his way out the door and never looks twice. Uh, and he's uh, like, "I'm I'm Dak and I'm Canadian and that's acceptable." And he thinks it's a twenty five percent tip on top of the eight dollar haircut, so he thinks it's and he's generous. And he thinks the guy's probably like enrolled in some of his classes at Trinity anyway. So it, it D- probably does he know justified. his barber's name? Mm. That is the you know what boys, if we can answer that question, I think. I think many other things in our life will come together. We'll be yeah, able to figure out this barber's name. I can see he does. I don't know why I feel that way. It's just a feeling, man. It's just so a, you you think he knows his barber's name is Jerry? I think he does. I think he knows Jerry, man. <laughs> what Do what happens if he uh, walks in and it's a different barber because like that so the, the barber is that he's a he's a he's he's taken on an apprentice but he had to take the day off to go to okay, his grandkids that's birthday a great or something. Question. Like when he walks in it's it's the apprentice barber. It's not that's Jerry. A great question. It's like uh, it's it's Steve the younger guy. Um, mm. does he turn around and walk back out? Does he just like freeze? Does he does he treat mm. him the exact same way? How does that go? I absolutely have no idea. I think that is one of the most mysterious questions ever. Here's the question. Does Dak care so much about his hair and haircut that if he walks in and there's a different dude there, he won't go? I mean, that's the question. And I I think that's – Or does he care so much about routine? Maybe it's not the hair. I mean, I, I would. I'm going to go ahead and guess by appearances that it's not the hair, uh, and and say and say that if he cares about something, it is it's the consistency and the routine. I mean, it's yes. And so if Jerry's, the if Jerry's not there, the this whole thing falls apart. The fact you know, that we they, have a barber that's yeah. noble. Um, we <laughs> we need we need to have boundaries on that relationship. Now, I, I have a, another subtle and yet more nuanced question vis-a-vis Carson's interaction with his barber. Is he a guy who feels compelled to let the barber know how accomplished he is? Meaning, is he a guy to, to, to subtly and casually work in a conversation with the barber? You know, this is what I do. This is what I've done, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Do you guys, I mean, we all do it once in a while, but do you, do you think Dak is that guy uh, as it pertains to the barber? 
I think, um, okay, my opinion is that Dak is absolutely like not that guy. In fact, I, I would agree. say that I would say that Jerry would <laughs> at some point be shocked when he found out that's who Dak was. Because yeah. let's be honest, Jerry doesn't Jerry doesn't care, man. No, Jerry doesn't care at all. Right? Jerry doesn't care at all. You know, yeah. and that's that's why you love Jerry because he doesn't care. See, you know? yeah, I, I I think I think Carson. I think there's no way that he's that guy in that context. Put no, him in no. a room full of pastors, different Absolutely. story. Because he wants to know what seminary you went to, and uh, he thinks maybe you should listen to your wife, Ronnie, and be quiet. So I, yeah, I he think, made that abundantly clear. Yes. You know? <laughs> that's a great story. I, we did have a listener who asked. See, I don't know if I don't know if you're willing to. I don't know if you're willing to say it, but. Uh, who wanted to know what it was that you said, Ronnie, that got you the the epic knee squeeze and call out? Dude, I you know what? I'm gonna be honest, man. I I honestly don't remember. It was just some smart aleck comment to to get the conversation a little more lively around the yeah, table, which the is table, what I like to do. Yeah. yeah, it was. I mean, it was dismal, right? So I just I wanted I wanted there to be even just a slight amount of humor around the table because it wasn't. Sure. There's no and, place um, for that. Not there here. was no place not for now. it. I didn't read it right. Not here, not now, not ever. And um, so I, I forget what I threw out, and he didn't like that. But you know what else I find really interesting is that, I mean, for Dak to go to a barber named Jerry, whose younger apprentice barber is named Steve, means that Jerry must be about 80 years old because yeah, nobody since Steve 1970 has been named Steve. Right, nobody since like 1965 has been like named Steve by a. Steve's by a 56. Is it a, yeah. is it a second career for Steve? Yeah, St- Steve it, retired yeah, early and decided to take this up because he needed something to do, and he had been going to Jerry for haircuts, and so this just seemed like why not? I'm going to learn from Jerry, and uh, so yeah, the younger apprentice is actually a significantly wealthy retired. So I think he was in finance, but that I mean, if I he was guessing, in finance, either that or he was the opposite. He was the custodian at Trinity. <laughs> Evangelical oh. seminary, and so he actually know? he actually knows what Dak does. This is this is getting very complex. It is Dude, getting this is, complex. Yeah, this sounds like an episode of Designated Person. It does. So, I feel like if I drop this this plot arc right into an app, man, it will work very well. Uh, um, who plays Dak though? Who do we get to play Dak? Ooh. Dude, who do should we, should we throw Dak? it out to listeners like we did for for who Baby, plays who plays Dak Ronnie? For you, man, I got one, and this this one, Big R, you're gonna, I think you're gonna agree with this, not. Not based on appearance, but based on demeanor. All right. Okay. All right. I'm, um, I'm open. I'm open. The guy who played Mr. Carson in Downton Abbs. Wow. Like, I mean, you want to keep the name the same in everything. Yes. I want to keep the name the same. I feel like the demeanor is the same. Um, that, yeah. But that, that dude, I mean, I've seen – I have not watched much Downton Abbey. I've seen parts of a few episodes. And the guy you're talking about, uh, I don't know his name. But yeah. – he has an epic voice. Oh, dude, he uh, has Carson. Voice. Yeah, at the risk of insulting him, doesn't. Mm, yeah, has, no, right. Has, I yeah. mean, it's just a normal voice. There's nothing wrong with it. But yeah, Downton. Yeah, Carson from Downton has the. Vo- he's like Kurt, the voice Allen. I mean, he has well, like the voice. And you know, know, let's be clear, man. At the risk of insulting Dak, we haven't yet insulted him by talking about his haircut and his his hypothetical barber situation for the last twenty minutes. Um, none yeah, of that. This is this is more like fan fiction than anything else. Dude, it's it is. It's it's haircut fan fiction. <laughs> Big T, like Big T, you've written a book with Dak for crying out loud, dude. There's nothing but respect around around the HR about Dak. Maybe right? I've written a book with Dak. Have I? Yeah, didn't you do that? Like 
Wasn't it that sort of like, you know, 19 different authors book and Dak was one of them? What, what was oh, it called? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, right. The compilation- Dude, I love how you don't even know that you've written a book with Dak. Baby, there were there were so many guys in that in that room and in that book that I, I didn't okay. Get- that, I'm literally blown away. That's the most impressive thing I've heard in years. That you you wrote a book with Dak and, and it means so little care. to you. You don't even remember. I mean, that's amazing. Not to, to, not to change the subject, but I'm yeah. or not to re- revert to an older subject. Yeah, I think the perfect Dak actor is John Lithgow. Oh yes. I- He's Looks got wise. he's got the demeanor. He's got the look. He can do a well, range yeah. of voices. He's playing Churchill right now on this on this show called The Crown. I mean, he's he's total Dak. Yeah, I mean, he's he, the guy. He's Dak for days. That guy. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think Lithgow might be it. Uh, listeners, if uh, if there's a better if there's a better D A Carson actor, by all means, hit us up on Twitter or Facebook and let us know. But I, and you know, what, listeners, go ahead and cast Jerry and Steve as well. Yeah, so, so we've got the eighty year old barber and the fifty six year old apprentice who is on a second career, second either career. from custodian or from finance. You choose. Yeah, well, nobody like, past uh, nineteen sixty has ever been named Steve except for Stephen Furtick, and we just make your own. Go, go to your own place. He is Steven because remember, if you have a if you have a name like that, you have to you have to go all in if you're a younger person. Steve is, okay, a, is from, a middle-aged man name. Dude, what about from, Steve Altrogi? <laughs> <laughs> he's he's about, about he's about Steve ten years Altrogi. shy, I think. Guys, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna submit something to you. I do not want to ever refer to Furtick as Stephen Furtick again after that last time I just said it. From now on, he will be Steve, Steve Furtick on this program. Steve, Steve Furtick, nice. All right. Starting at third base for the 1983 Los Angeles Dodgers, <laughs> Steve Furtick. Steve Furtick been replaced by Ron Say. That's right. I, in center field, Steve Altrogi. I could have sworn Steve Furtick was their utility infielder. He just, he's dude. Yeah, he he was kind of a jack of all trades, master yeah, of none. In light light hitting guy, scrappy. Light light hitting guy, slap hitter. You yep. know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, man. I like in my class, like back in like the late 70s or like I had a couple of dudes named Steve. I also had like dudes named Scott, like in my classes. Right. So that those Dude, I had start, a ton of Scott's man. Scott's yeah, lot, Scott and Steve was big. So was so was Kenny. Did you have a lot of Kenny's T? Dude, no, I, I didn't have a lot of Kenny's, man. I had maybe one or two Kenny's because that was a name of the era. Right. That was the name Ken. of the era. Absolutely. Ken. See, yeah. I think, I think I'm, I'm a few years younger than you guys, and I feel like Zach was the most popular name. For, that makes uh, sense. For, Dude, for Zach, my era. Pipe, you're right. In your, in your age genre, Lots of man. Zachs, Zach. lots of Andes. Yeah, Saved by the Bell, man. Lots of Zachs. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Boys, it was a magical time back then. It's a magical time right now on this podcast, given the merger, given our sensitivity, given the fact that we are in a new era for what this means for our listeners. Would you agree with that, Big T? Baby, I would. And I'm so glad you asked. And I I was just, you know, it's funny, as you were saying that, man, I was just reflecting on something. And and again, I don't want to celebrate too early, but I feel like the work that we've done this afternoon on this app is rivaling that of the work that we did on the lost app. I yeah, feel let's like, give let's wait till the end before we can make, I this. know man. And, and, and you know, I'm loath to make those kind of pronouncements halfway through a show. Um, but we do need to wrap the show and we need to land the plane here really soon. So what I want to do is this big R I want to run one more name by you guys. And then I want your advice on a hair dilemma that I'm having. Okay. Right. Ooh, and we're right. going to close the program with that. So right. the last name, this is a guy fellas that I see like his wife, like throws a, a, an old towel, like the kind of towel that you like <laughs> wipe, wipe the dog's feet on. You know what I mean? Or you, you like when it, when it's snowy and like there's a, that little puddle that forms next to everyone's boots, you use it for that. But she takes this towel, she throws it uh, around his shoulders 
and she gives him a free haircut, so zero dollars in the kitchen. Um, and I'm talking about – oh, Judas, I just lost the guy's name. Who am I talking about, Big R? Are you talking about Eric Metaxi? No, I'm no, not. No, 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 no. Talk, we, we, we talked about his hair on a, on a recent episode. It was, uh, it was Mark Dever. No, I'm yeah. talking about you, – you guys, I'm talking about Platty. Oh, Platty. Platty's wife oh. throws a towel around his shoulders and oh, shit. dude. Gives him that little flat top, man, in the in the kitchen. Yeah, because he gets a razor cut. He gets a razor cut every time, man. See, I yeah. would have I would have guessed that he did it himself. Mm. Maybe that's even more wartime, isn't it? Like I'm not even taking up my wife's time with this. Right. Like I'm not spending any money because it, technically, when my wife cuts my hair, that's like her spending my money, <laughs> right? Yes. You know, because yeah. time is money, right? When, you know, so I mean, yeah. I so right. Given so, what did you say the other day, uh, pipe about like <laughs> about wartime mentality? That's why we shouldn't be spending any money. Like well, you, you I, literally tried to use your pops as like you know thing yeah, on that well, or whatever. You, that <laughs> I think you you at one point said, "How okay?" So when what what do you spend on a haircut, Ronnie? I spend like I spend twenty bucks on a cut about every three like weeks. Pre pre tip. And then you also tip the person who cuts your hair. Do you know so that's tip. tip? That's with tip. Oh, wow. That's with tip. Man, yeah. things are a lot cheaper where you live. Um, okay, Dude, Ashland is not exactly like the Manhattan of Central Ohio from a price. <laughs> Dude, Wait, here's did, the thing. Quick, so quick, quick, I got – Does Central Ohio have a Manhattan? I wouldn't, I wouldn't have guessed that. No there's, there's no, there's no, there's no Manhattan or men with hats. You know, there's nothing like that around here. But like – so OK. So my cut costs 15 bucks. And I just hand the dude a 20 and I feel like super embarrassed to ask for like $2 back. So I just give him a 20, you know, and I feel like that's just ridiculous. Easier to budget so, around numbers too. Absolutely. But so no, that's the, what I do. the statement is uh, there are those who listen to this podcast who I guarantee you feel like that is a, um, that's a lascivious spending of money because it's, it's just an egregious waste and we should all be living in a wartime lifestyle. And that, uh, that includes – cutting your own hair or getting your spouse to do it. Uh, there's, mm. there's just no excuse for wasting that kind of money when that money could be put to, uh, to gospel work. Right. I think the problem with that, I agree with you, Piper, except for one thing. I'm super offended by dudes with short hair that, that cut their own hair to get their wives to do it. Like it just always looks bad. It will always look bad. And I mean you got to ask yourself, man, what's the value of having a bad haircut? Wait for it for the sake of the gospel. Hmm. Mm. You want to speak to that, Big T? Baby, I don't know. I just feel like you've given us a lot to think about. <laughs> well, I think I'm fairly certain that most of the people who do that are largely talking to other people with self-cut hair, like at their homeschool <laughs> co-op parent meetings. So um, there's there's a lot of – Pipe, you don't cut your own hair, do you, man? Did I just offend you? Dude? No. <laughs> heck no. <laughs> uh, although I will say this. I did not pay for a haircut until I went to college, which means I had I had mom haircuts up through high school because – I wasn't going to pay for it. And, uh, There's no shame in that. No, I'm not ashamed, but I'm sure my hair looked a little bit chopped. I think my mom did a fine job because I was the fourth boy and she'd had lots of practice. Well, there you go. But uh, Not ashamed of the gospel, not ashamed of Noelle's haircut. Mom's haircut. Absolutely. That's right. There it is. And so I, then, I would get my haircut by Noelle like any day. I would always <laughs> do that. In fact, <laughs> let's do that on the air. We should can, do that. Can you guys tell me your mom's names? Because I feel left out of being able to use your mother's names in a conversation. My mom's name is Karen, and she's the sweetest lady in the world. Man. Karen is literally one of the most epic names ever from that era. I love it. My mom's name, name is yeah, Karen, Noel, and Lorraine. Lorraine. Oh, oh. Lorraine. Is, Dude. is Lorraine a really, really nice grandmother? Like, Does Dude. she do a great job as a grandmother? 
I mean, you're getting tricky with me right now, Pipe, on how to answer that. But yeah, generally, yes, she does. Because Lorraine sounds like the nicest grandmother in the world. Karen, Noel, and Lorraine. You know what? One of these days, we're going to have to do an ep just on their behalf and literally call ourselves those names and basically like sort of like do the do the ep in the it's way a, that we think they would do the It's a natural Mother's Day special. Yes. Dude, that would be amazing, dude. We do, we do our Mother's Day show as our mothers. Karen, Lorraine, and Noel. <laughs> mm, I love it. I love it. Beautiful. Boys, I feel like this is an organic place to stop this app, man. I want to leave them wanting more. Um, so I'm going to sign us off. But Big R, I'm just going to put this on your on your radar. Yeah, um, throw it at me. I'm having some issues with my hair. Suss um, that out, man. What's the problem? Listeners, if, if you're not aware, um, I have long, magnificent hair. Uh, it used to be very lush, full of, full of body and sheen. And <laughs> I just, Big R, haven't been as pleased with it of late and i'm considering cutting it off man oh uh, but it's, it's like I, a, I just it's like a call i'd be like hulk hogan getting rid of the skullet like you can't do that I know. I know and you guys i'm grieved i'm 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 just in turmoil over this big key hold on let me let me ask a clarifying question man are, are you are you living in fear like uh, like all men do that it's thinning out baby i am living in a little bit of fear that it's thinning out and 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 listen let me be clear i mean Compared to most heads of hair, it's still, I mean, I mean, it's still high end. All right. So it's not like I'm walking around with like little, little stringy, like strands of hair. I understand. Um, it's just, it's not up to my standard. You know what I mean? Do you, what I've become accustomed to. Is it a hair problem or is it like a product problem or like a hard water problem? Dude, I don't know. It could be a hard water problem, man. Is that a thing? Interesting. That's it's, a total thing. Absolutely wow. a thing. That's a, a total wild card. And, it's, now, and it shows up much more on people with longer hair because, like, if you're like Ronnie or myself with shorter hair and then you pile a bunch of products in it, you can hide just about anything. What does yeah. it do? What does the hard water do to the hair pipe? It, I'm it makes it sort of like heavier and stringier. And mm. uh, I used to have sort of like moppy, like Rob Thomas late 90s style hair. Dude, which was a great style of hair to have. At the way. time, it was awesome. <laughs> if I did it now, I don't know wow. if it would work so well, but at the time, Rob wow. Thomas. Wow. Yeah. Of so, all the people to bring up on our broadcast, Robert Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Look, the, the, one of the only times somebody has ever told me I look like a celebrity is somebody when I was about 19 years old telling me I look like Rob Thomas. So Robbie I'm going to own that until I die, even if nobody knows who he is anymore. Wow. I want <laughs> well, I will. That's the guy, right? Yeah, that's Match the guy. Yep, that's, yeah, yeah, the Mad- Matchbox 20 and now epic solo career. Um, yeah. But uh, when I had hair like that, if I ever had to wash it in a place with hard water, so like a camp or something like that with well water, uh, it was very stringy and heavy and gross. Interesting. And I'm sure all of our female listeners are laughing at us that, uh, that this is this is something that we don't think about very often because I'm sure they, they can empathize with your plight. Dude, this, this could be a hard water issue, Ronnie, that I'm dealing with. Now, my it, question yeah. to both of you is this. What do I do about it? Is there a product like an additive that I can that I can use to like uh, work, work walk through this? Should I Google um, it? Yes. All right. Let's see here, baby. While he's googling, let me give you a couple of a uh, let me give you, let me give you a little advice. Let me just say straight away mm-hmm. that uh, I, I would be a little hyped if you cut your hair because I, I feel like it would bring us back to the old days of of our uh-huh. radio show yeah. uh, back when you had shorter hair and I had shorter hair and. You yeah. know, we, we were, you know, we were living the life of, of a couple of young men just embarking mm-hmm. on, on the world, you know, Dude, a couple of young radio moguls, man. 
Just but, um, you know, the other thing to think about, man, is, um, you know, you, you might have a vitamin deficiency, man. And, and so mm-hmm. I would recommend taking a little vitamin D, a little Chick-fil-A vitamin E. Do that. Yeah, or, or a little multivitamin. Do a little multivitamin for men. Do yeah. a little multivitamin, man. I can do that. That's well within my power, man. You I can, can start do it, doing that today. You can do it every morning. That may Absolutely. be a little bit easier than this four-step plan I found for um, <laughs> four ways to beat hard water. Listen, uh, I'm willing. All right, I'm so willing. I'm listening. Step yeah. one, install a showerhead water filter. They do okay. exist. So uh, you'll have to look that up and maybe wow. talk to your, your local Lowe's or Home Depot expert because those guys know everything or they claim to. Uh, second mm-hmm. is use something called a chelating shampoo. They are specifically designed to prevent and remove mineral buildup in your hair. That's the problem with hard water. So um, wow. they don't they don't list any brands. Oh, here you're gonna love this. Make an mm-hmm. apple cider apple cider vinegar rinse. So oh, want, now we have the answer. You now want that, your hair to smell vaguely of sour apple cider with a touch of nasty. Yeah, that's, that's no that question. No, no, no question, one more no. step. One more step because we're not there yet. Finish off with argan oil. It is an oh, amazing yeah, oil. It is yeah. an amazing product that will make your hair the shiniest, most moisturized and healthiest looking it has ever been. And uh, I, I don't think it's an essential oil, but it might be. So mm. so uh, well, yeah, uh, so well, Michael Albright. There's a there's a four-step process for you to try Ted and see if you can regain your your lustrous body of hair. You know what, let me put this out there to the listeners. If you have a product that that you feel would help me with my issue, um, reach out, reach out to the program. We will get you a mailing address and, um, and I will use the product and review it on the air. Um, I'm desperate guys. These are desperate times that we're in. Um, I'm in a wartime mentality as it pertains to my long hair and I'm, and, and you know what? I'm fighting for it. I'm fighting, fighting for it. We're we're behind you too, big T. We're walking alongside of you. You're in this battle with me, man. I appreciate it. You're not alone. You are not alone. I appreciate it. But don't, don't take any drastic measures. I'm, I'm afraid to see a picture of, of, uh, shorn Ted. That just, it seems like a, there, there's some, some, some echoes of Samson in that. And that seems like a poor choice at this point. Mm -hmm. I think you should see if you can Mm -hmm. resolve the issue before you remove the issue. Wow. That was, Resolve the issue before you remove the issue. I mean, that, well, let me write that down, man, because I still don't have any application for my sermon, man. That was that's you know, it right there. This is like there. a self-help program now. That'll I'm so tweet, it's... too. That'll tweet, folks. Because let of what me tweet I tweet that. Let me write. Yeah. I'll give you credit, Piper. I give credit. Oh, I, I appreciate credit. that. Thank you. I mean, I, yeah. no need. Pastors are not expected to do that. They're expected to just claim everything and use it as their own and be the genius. I claim 98%, but yeah. I'm going to give you credit. Well, right. Okay. I really appreciate that. It means I'm either... I'm I'm either especially respected or completely, you know, kind of useless. No, I just want to say your name during oh, my sermon. Awesome. I appreciate that. <laughs> Boys, this has been legendary. Uh, <laughs> did did we, like we did should... we outdo the missing episode? Can we, can uh, we determine well, that? Well. I feel like we far outdid the missing episode is the thing, man. I'm elated. I'm like buoyant over But are you chillated? Oh. I'm chillated. I'm <laughs> my hair is chillated. I'm elated. Wow. Well, man, I get. Hold on, let me write that down. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You had to get another. You got another one. I don't know how you're going to string these together, but uh, send, I know they're all. Well, I'm going to send us the audio of string your on vinyl. Absolutely. On vinyl, yeah, yeah. They don't do sermon tapes at Ronnie's church. They do sermon oh, vinyls. We do sermon vinyls every Monday. They come out 180 gram. <laughs> That's right. Only the best. 33 RPM. Man. Uh, boys. Um, boy, we 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 have wandered to and fro, haven't we? Um, it's been a joy. 
I'm going to go home and swaddle myself in some missional wear gear bearing our logo. Insulating shampoo. Insulating shampoo. And um, until next time, Rachel the Held Evans. Have you ever felt conflict between your faith and feelings? If so, you're not alone. My name's Carly Mercouillier. I'm a licensed therapist and the host of the Therapy and Theology podcast, where we explore popular topics and questions related to faith, feelings, and spiritual formation. I want to invite you to join me every Thursday as we fearlessly name the complexities of our reality, grow in the awareness of who we are, and rediscover the power and purpose of our unique stories through the lens of the gospel. Subscribe today at lifeaudio.com.